A very tough day for Milwaukee. Police officer killed about 1.15 this morning doing his job. Most of us, fortunately, never have to worry about leaving for work and coming home. Unfortunately, for the fifth time in about five and a half years, a Milwaukee police officer will not be coming home. Andrew Wagner is the president of the Milwaukee Police Association, represents the men and women of the police department. He is with us this afternoon. First off, Andrew, we're so sorry for your loss. Our condolences. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thanks for being with us on a very tough day. Uh, What can you tell us about what happened when the officer lost his life? What details do we know about the incident? I, I can tell you that the officers were were attempting to take somebody into custody, and they were <clears throat> they were doing their job. And I believe the officer that lost his life was acting. Both officers were acting heroically, um, especially when presented when the when the suspect uh, pulled out a firearm and and began shooting at them. Um, and the officer, uh, even though being shot, I believe he continued to act um, to uh, you know try to save his partner as well and um, unfortunately he succumbed to the injuries that he had so district four is on the north side the shooting took place on the south side for those of us that don't understand how things work in the middle of shift why were the officers from the north side on the south side i is from what i'm um, being told they were following a lead that they had on a robbery suspect and that's why they're in the, the south side district and what happens next? Can you tell us? We're all kind of been told that there's going to be a procession likely this afternoon. Um, what happens next? So right now, after, um, today he's, uh, the autopsy is being done as soon as that's uh, finished. So I believe it will be sometime uh, this afternoon. Um, there will be a procession from the, the minor medical examiner's office over to the funeral home. Um, and then I believe there there also might be a press conference happening this afternoon um, where the family might speak at. And then I remember, unfortunately, from having to cover these in the last few years, although it's been a couple of years, thankfully, that there's an honor guard or somebody that stays with the officer once he's at the funeral home until he's laid to rest. Is that right? Can you tell us about that that part of the procedure? Yeah, that's correct. As, as soon as the officer um, had passed, um, there, there will be there is a member of the police department, usually an honor guard member, that will watch, watch, uh, sorry, watch over him until he's uh, he's buried. Boy, I'm sorry that you're that you're having to deal with this. Yeah, so every action that officer takes, there'll be an officer with them to make sure he gets there. So I pulled up at a stoplight this morning. I was on my way into work, and there was a police officer in the in the car next to me, and I, I found myself not knowing what what to do, but wanting to do something. I I wanted to wave, and that didn't seem appropriate, and I wanted to kind of salute, like, here's to you, and that didn't seem like the right thing to do. And so I I rolled down my window, and then he rolled down his window, and I just said, thank you for working today. Thank you for doing what you do. What can men and women most use at this point when they have encounters with the public? Um. Right now, you know, we're we're, we're mourning. Obviously, um, <clears throat> the family's in mourning. Uh, the, the, his police department family is mourning, and and we think about the survivors now and, and trying to get them through this this difficult time. Um, patience. I can ask for a little bit of patience from them, but the the things that you guys are that they do already at these funerals is fantastic. They line the streets, they wave, they show their appreciation, and it 
it's unfortunate that it takes an event like this um, for that to happen because the officers that 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 is so much appreciated to the officers that we wish that would happen on other days besides uh, these you know horrific days. You know, I find myself today sad and angry, but then kind of in awe and amazed because the men and women, including the one I described at the stoplight, are still going into work, including in the district where this officer worked and had work family and went every single day. Are you trained to compartmentalize? Are you trained to be able to pick up the pieces? I mean, this is incredibly difficult, and they're going back to work today. Yeah, I mean, officers, as soon as the incident happened, officers were taking assignments. You know, right afterwards, I mean, even this morning during the, the procession from the hospital to uh, the medical examiner's office, we had officers that were leaving the profession or procession to go take assignments. Um, I, I don't know if it's training or much or if it is just the, the will of the people that become police officers. You become a police officer to, to help your community and protect them. And when someone's in need, the police officers want to respond. So they feel that it's their duty just to keep going. Um, I don't know if it's something you can train. I think it's just it's just part of the job of being a police officer. Andrew Wagner is president of the Milwaukee Police Association. What sort of resources are available for your men and women that need somebody to talk to or need some help? So we have uh, we have a, a very good wellness team that uh, our department has supported for years now, um, made up of chaplains. Um, psychiatrist. Um, I think we, we even have a, a dog now that the officers can uh, can um, correlate with. Um, so a very good team that's well trained too that these officers can talk to. Obviously, on days like today, we bring an extra. St- they're bringing an extra staff from the Salvation Army, chaplains, and other areas to help help out. Also, at the officers' districts, we are able to. We've been the department has been calling in other officers to come in and work uh, extra shifts. So. Some of the officers that knew him better are able to have a little bit of downtime and, and have a grieving process. I can hear the emotion in your voice, and it's understandable. These these are your men. These are your women. These are the members of your department. Is it vacillating back and forth, Andrew, between being sad and being angry and being confused? How would you describe what today's been like? Um, it's um, sad, uh, disheartening that... Um, you know, when you get that call at 1 a.m. and you hear that the officer is down, you you start praying and hoping that a miracle happens. And um, <clears throat> today it didn't. But that officer uh, sacrificed his life for the protection of his community, and it's our job to make sure that uh, that sacrifice doesn't go unnoticed and that he won't ever be forgotten. Andrew Wagner is the president of the Milwaukee Police Association. I know it's a very difficult day. Andrew, thank you so much for spending some time with us. No problem. Thank you.